This episode of Bend the Knee is brought to you by a bannerman has no name, whose words are, on the morrow, at the turn of the moon, a year from this day, it will come. Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Today we are into chapter 23, Daenerys 3 of A Game of Thrones and Ares the First uh, in a World of Ice and Fire. And uh, this is the podcast that almost was not. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> Moving a lot of things around uh, to record every, this week. Every SD card I own is in it's, storage, it's, I guess. Yeah. Uh, or it's somewhere, who knows? Who knows I don't even who, know. Who knows in the move. Where, yeah, so but uh, that's okay. We we bring it to you guys every week, and uh, we're not going to stop. Try and stop us. <clears throat> we have deadlines. <laughs> Try and stop us, you okay? Know? We have deadlines. You know what? I'll go ahead and say uh, it, Matt. Other podcasts don't. Other the, podcasts are willy-nilly. You know, oh, well, I guess maybe we'll record, and then yeah, six we'll, months later. Yeah. No. no, we don't do that. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Rebel Watch. You're oh. dead. You're dead. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay. There so you it's go. dead. Yeah. All right. Here we go. That's um, the first non shout out we've given a podcast on this. And it's, and it's, well, because it's a negative. It is. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, oh, just, gosh. you know, things have been boiling up. Things know? have been getting on. You know, uh, Sir Ezra the Watchful is just getting fired up here. I'm moving. Mm-hmm. It's a new day. You know, it is kind of a new beginning. I kind of on the like. way, on the, on the drive here, I was just thinking to myself, like, I'm so busy that I'm mm-hmm. like, Things need let the past die. Yeah, things need so, yeah. to just go away. Yeah, it's true. You know, <laughs> I, and so, we've got and you new just need, stuff. It's true, and sometimes you just have to uh, be born anew uh, with fire and blood. That's right, and it's coming soon. So that's it. Actually, really, is. I'm really, really, really looking forward yeah. to that. So. so. Fire and Blood coming soon, guys. Um, also, just real quick shout out uh, to the listeners. Yeah, I just looked at our monthly numbers, and once again, new record high for us. Yep. So uh, we really do appreciate you guys. I mean, like, cannot tell you enough how much we appreciate how active you guys are yeah. in the community. And, uh, yeah, we've been asked about it. Group's coming. Yeah, absolutely. The, oh, yeah, for sure. This, um, I I mean, for example, this today and yesterday, or I'm sorry, today and tomorrow I will have had, well, we're recording, right. you know, ahead of time here or whatever, but uh, showings in my house, all sorts of stuff going on, moving, but the Facebook group is coming. Patreon episode got delayed last month because of Sir Ezra, and yeah, so it's okay. I don't even have a computer hooked up right now. I, know, I don't even it, know how I'm going to edit this episode. <laughs> like you know, that's that's where I'm at. I know um, I'm flying. I'm getting on a plane tomorrow. Yeah, so Matt's out of here. Matt's out of here. I'm on a plane. I'm on a plane tomorrow. So, but uh, uh, but crazy, no, honestly yeah, so. though, I mean, really, we really do thank you guys because yeah. it's uh, uh and, and you're honestly the reason we're sitting upstairs in this hot attic mm-hmm. of a of mm-hmm. a room yeah um we had to shut the ac off you know what we also shut the ac off because we want a good quality podcast it's true okay i actually <laughs> thought it was fine with it on but you know what we said let's not run the risk maybe an electrical surge happens i don't know we don't know so don't know. we're yeah. gonna make sure that this thing is running smooth so it's, it's true um, yeah well things things should slow down for sir ezra here in about the next uh couple weeks and then things will start ramping up for me so uh yeah. It's, it's just the way life it's, goes. It's just the way it's just the way life goes. And then Fire and Blood will be out, and soon it'll be like back to. But that'll be a good. Uh, it will be. Like right now, it's a good busy. Like you know, so yeah. um, don't get us wrong. Like although we are busy, uh, it's been good things, and we want to have more interactions. Okay, for example, you know, I just got a couple different people um, from the Facebook uh, page who who added me. I've been talking on Facebook to Lord mm-hmm. Adam Parker uh, and things like that. So I'm not always um, super active on there just because I'm doing other behind the scenes stuff. But you guys can definitely hit me up. Um, you know, tag me in a post or whatever. If you got yeah. something you want to say in the community tab, or once we get the Facebook page going yep. or the group Facebook going, group, yeah. You know, uh, love to have some conversations with you. I mean, Sir Gibbs, I know he's 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 uh, just itching to kind of you know set me straight on a few things. Mm-hmm. So let's let's have at it. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, uh, all right here. Well, uh, guys, want to go ahead and plug our phone number, 614-547-2350, which is what we like to call the Weirwood Network. You can call and send us a uh, about a three-minute voicemail to the show or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and move on over to the small council. I already talked a little bit about our lives 
Sir Ezra, anything mm-hmm. else you just want to uh, toss in there? Oh, gosh. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, we talked about how busy we are. They, they're just Really, for this, it's uh, updates on the podcast. So um, anyone who haven't hit up for a T-shirt yet, if, you've, if you're new to the $10 uh, tier, hit mm-hmm. us up there. Um, on Patreon, and I'll get you, make sure I get you a shirt. Uh, Regine, I've got one. I got something in the mail coming for you, but it's international shipping, so it's going to take a it bit. Takes, it takes a little bit yeah. uh, to get there, so stay tuned for that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, anybody who else who needs a sigil, just make sure you hit me up. I think I'm mostly caught up on them. Oh, um, oh but, yeah. Uh, but the, some people, some people uh, have just. They need to hit me back up, and we can get we can get them going. Yeah, Bannerman has no name. Uh, for example, hit us up and got his uh, words, you know, current. So in the doc, if you go to uh, the Patreon page and you look at the doc, you'll see your name, your region, all that good stuff. You can actually make a comment. I think this doc is uh, I've, I've created it to where right. you can make a comment. Let me know. Just put a comment in there what you like your words to be, region, uh, anything fun you want me to put in there because uh, we use that. This I look at this doc when we're going through the show because the more patrons we get, you mm-hmm. know, uh, we try to use your names in the show. That's we want you to have an influence and uh and to really be able to partake um and you know so we need to know your what house you're from you know the the the, your, the region words all that good stuff yeah. so so all right well there's not really a lot of show news right now we're kind of in a lull mm-hmm. um but uh yeah there's not really not there's really not much a, not not much um when you I, say I follow, not much do you mean nothing or i mean you? just about nothing i <laughs> i follow um this facebook page it's a game of thrones memes page and every day they post a new picture and they're like 330 days without game of thrones and it's like it just gets progressively worse and worse and yeah. so now like today's was a picture of like danny like in the dothraki sea or she's just like you know her hair is all like strung it's out a mess. yeah she's just a mess which is what we'll be talking about today That's right. but uh first let's go ahead and head on over to the maesters study mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh today we're gonna be talking about aries the first so last yeah. week we were talking about uh darren the good and uh, now we're into Aries the first, and actually, Sir Ezra, this chapter kind of short. Uh, it's very short. Um, and really, let's go ahead and plug it yeah. once again. If you really want, there's a there's a little brief little tidbit in here, right? And you can get the full story if you go read Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Night of the Seven Kingdoms, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, the uh, Mystery Night. Oh, you know. Uh, well, we've already yeah. Uh, congratulations to the Dragon Egg winners who yeah. You know, uh, we're going to send a copy of that to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, Michael Michael Puckett was our Dragon Egg winner. That guy's yeah. he also was our trivia winner on Friday. And wow, uh, I know he he is <laughs> coming he, on strong. He, he's like he is somebody who tries every week, and he, he always comes in like third or fourth. And he beat uh, Sir Robbie of Newcastle by literally one minute. Wow, for the trivia, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Trivia. You know, last week I tripped people up. I posted it at seven instead. I think of six. that's why you want. I, I think it's why. Lord Ironbarger's like, are you kidding me? I, know, I was I think, up. In- <laughs> I think it's why he, why he got it. Oh, yeah, uh, so. that's cool. So, all right, let's go ahead and head on to Ares the first. Yeah. Assuming the throne in 209 AC, Darren's second son, Ares, had never imagined he would be king and was singularly ill-suited to sit the Iron Throne. Ares was learned in his way, though his interests were largely to do with dusty tomes concerned with ancient prophecy and the higher mysteries. Wed to Eleanor Penrose, he never showed an interest in getting her with child, and rumor had it that he had even failed to consummate the marriage. His small council at their wit's end hoped it would... S- Simply uh, some dislike of her that moved him and thus urged him to put her aside to take another wife, but he would not hear of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, kind of interesting. He was uh, unexpected to get the throne. That's going to become a theme here. Yeah, it is a theme. I mean, because uh, in, in recap, there was the Great Spring Sickness, which took uh, Baylor Breakspear, who yeah. would have been a great king, I well, think. Well... The you know? spring sickness didn't take it. Didn't take him right, right. But around that time. Yeah, yeah. He took his sons. Who would have been? Sons. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would have been king? Um, and actually, well, we'll get to him in a second here. After, is it after Aries or is it before? Next egg. Right. No, no next yes. is make uh, make uh, make make yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's yeah. a remember they have a brother. Um, I think it talks about this. Uh, yeah, the brother who chokes to death. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like all these unlikely events take right. place that really kind of and uh, you know this is the first time we had read um, the Hedge Knight. The first Duncan mm-hmm. Egg book, we're like, man, there's so many Targaryens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the second Hedge Knight book, so and they all happened? die. They're all gone. You're like, wow, okay, that was quick. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, I know. I think there's more than we realize um, right. still out there, but it's like some of your big players, uh, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's it's crazy. So you had you know again all these guys are are what would they be? They're sons of of uh, of Darren. Mm-hmm. You know, so but Baylor died, his sons died. Now we're on to Ares, and Ares doesn't want to consummate this marriage. Mm-hmm. So he's just not into it. Yeah, I, and that uh, I don't believe he has any kids. So in his in his life, so no, that's how he doesn't. To, that's how it moves to uh, Makar, which we'll which we'll get to. Well, uh, Ares also has uh, an interesting hand of the hand of the king. He does. Yes, yeah. he does. It had been suggested by some that a likelier cause for Blood Raven's rise to power was the fact that Ares' interest in arcane lore and ancient history matched that of Rivers, whose studies of the higher mysteries were an open secret at the time. Blood Raven had already risen to prominence at the court, but few expected that Ares was named him hand. When he did, it kindled a quarrel between the king and his brother, Prince Makar, who had expected the uh, handship to come to him. Thereafter, Prince Makar departed King's Landing for Summerhall for years to come. Come. Mm-hmm. And then we know Bloodraven is actually quite a good hand of the king and is hand of the king for a very long time. He's Makar's hand of the king. And uh, he would be Egg's hand of the king. He, uh, he mm-hmm. kind of does something that. Uh, frowned upon. Yeah, frowned upon. Yep. <laughs> he, uh, I think he's probably hand of the king for about uh, five minutes. And uh, that's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, about what happens there. Yeah. Um, but some interesting things here. They talk about the second Blackfire Rebellion. Uh, the conspiracy that comes to a head in 211 at mm-hmm. the wedding tourney at Whitehall is the great seat Lord Butterwell had raised near the God's Eye. Um, this was the same Butterwell who had once been Darren's hand until the king had dismissed him in favor of Lord Hayford because of his suspicious failure to act successfully against Damon Blackfire. Suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, just really what ends up happening is uh, there's this little mini, mini second Blackfire rebellion yeah. you have this tourney um they're trying they have they have a dragon egg and their belief is oh wait if we can have a dragon you have damon blackfire the second damon mm-hmm. the younger um yeah. and he's kind of and he's like dyed his hair and oh yeah he's yeah they basically smuggle him in and this is where was this the second book it was the, this uh, is the third the mystery night Third, yeah, it's Mystery Night. Mystery yeah. Night, okay, 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 yeah, you're right. That's yeah, the second is uh, Lady Sword. Sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Um, so yeah, the uh, Gorman Peak is a big name that's mentioned mm-hmm. who kind of, you know, it's neat because you get these names that come in um, here in A World of Ice and Fire and in A Mystery Night, and they are these lords who, for example, I think he had, uh, their sigil is like three castles right. for, for uh, the House Peak, and two of those are taken away from him, for mm-hmm. example. And so yep. like half or two-thirds of his land is gone. You yeah. know? Um, so you've got these people who are really interested in seeing um, a black fire come back. Yeah. Now, you're, I don't know, you're, you might get to this in, in the reading, but I'm going to mention it now. Go right ahead. Uh, Bittersteel does not support yeah, he doesn't. this rebellion. So he, And, and uh, they, they mention it. Uh, it says... Uh, but why Bittersteel supported the father but refuses to support the son remains a question. Uh, but many claim it's that because he uh, he couldn't convince Bittersteel that their plan was sound. Right. Like, Bittersteel, Bittersteel thought it was a bad idea. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, kind of why would you go over there? Yeah. Put yourself at yep. harm's risk. And the idea is, well, we could, we're going to we're going to start to rally men and we're going to have a dragon. Um, and really, it gets kind of shut down by one person to be. To be quite honest, yeah, mm-hmm. it gets, uh, and that is uh, Sir Duncan the Tall. Yeah, uh, this isn't really mentioned in the uh, in the World of Ice and Fire, and but... in, in in the World of Ice and Fire here. But uh, essentially, what happens is Sir Duncan the Tall is at this tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he has he has uh, soon to be Egg on the fifth with him, and uh, Sir Dun- Sir Duncan loses to oh god what is that the snail oh, the snail uh, guy the snail oh, i always name? i always forget his actual his his actual his, his, his actual name but um he basically he's this he's this he's this knight who um is really good at jousting but he specifically loses in like the se- he'll 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 get to like the semifinals and then he'll just let himself lose and he bets like against himself um underleaf underleaf yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um because he doesn't, he's you know, he's he's like, well, I I could win. He's like, but I probably wouldn't win the win the win the top of the tilt. Well, and also, if he wins too many, people right. will stop. Like like right because he's got his squire right um, placing bets either for or yep. against him to yep. make money. Yeah, to make so. money. Yeah. So so he's like he's like, well, I'm good enough to beat. You know, I'm good enough to make it to the semifinals, but yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not worth it for me for me to go further. I'd get her, you know, like exactly. Yeah. And he tries to convince he tries to convince uh, Duncan 
that, uh, you know, you should come with me and you should be like, we should get you like a black armor and people will be like, oh, look at that guy. He's huge. Right. Because Duncan's not very good at jousting. Right. Yeah. Um, he's much better in the field. Yeah. And uh, so it's just, so the money would they be placing bets right. on Sir Dunk and then he you know right so that's so that's kind of why they why why Sir Duncan is there Sir Duncan and Egg are right, there right um, and then they kind of run into some other people and uh, you know some antics ensue they kind of realize uh, Blackfire kind of real, realizes who Egg is and kind of it's a whole and then at the end Blood Raven shows up and you know puts an end to all of it so yeah and, and just another again I have to keep plugging this this book so um so so when they when they start off you know they come across a bunch of hedge knights yeah sir maynard plum is in there uh sir kyle the cat of misty moore mm-hmm. is there sir glendon ball um fireball. so fireball is there yeah. yeah um so so some really cool characters that that he meets in the beginning and it's believed that maynard plum uh maynard plum is right. the is actually blood raven in disguise yeah you know um yeah, so Blood Raven may have actually been there the entire time. Maybe yeah. been glamoring. Exactly. Yeah. So there's there's, def- there's, there's definitely there's some cool stuff in there. There's definitely some cool stuff. And you learn a lot more about the Blackfire Rebellions in the first one doesn't really have it, um, but the second and third definitely yeah. do uh, a sworn sword and a mystery knight. So yep, for sure. Um, all right, so back to um back King, to Ares. Back to King Ares. Uh it's so then <laughs> that's kind of really it. Uh this chapter's quite short. Um, it talks then. It talks then a little bit about the second Blackfire Rebellion. Basically, gets put down before it starts. Yeah. Yep. Um, and King Ares really just sits the Iron Throne for about two more years, and uh, then he. I think he just dies of a natural death. Yeah. He. Um. He does, and so it, it mentions one more thing that's kind of interesting, which is. Yeah. It just briefly touches on it. I'm not sure. I think we're gonna get more later on because right. it actually says in this. Of Ice and Fire, that much is known about the events of the third Black Fire. Does it say much is unknown or much is known about the third Black Fire Rebellion? Well, you know, because um, uh, me... I'll read what I, ha- what I have here, which is just that um, the third Black Fire Rebellion was launched in, in 219 AC mm-hmm. and it ended with the capture of Agor Rivers and the death of Hagen uh, Blackfire. So after Damon, these are again sons of Damon, because mm-hmm. um, remember he had a, you know, awesome marriage and was having mm-hmm. all sorts of kids. So Hagen uh, is actually supported by Bittersteel and they come back and they, uh, you know, try to, they try to take advantage of the fact that Ares is actually kind of bookish and weak, you know, right. and I think they think that they, they have a chance to maybe, um, you know, o- overthrow him. You know, interesting point too, I forgot to mention this, Damon uh, Blackfire in that second Blackfire Rebellion, they didn't just kill him right away. Mm-hmm. They actually captured him and kept him alive for a couple of years because mm-hmm. as long as he's alive, then Hagen Blackfire yeah. could not, you right. know, because yep. really he's the second son at that and point. And Dunk or, asks him, you know, Dunk and Egg ask, yes. ask, ask, ask Blood Raven about that. They do. And he's, he's like, well, if I were to kill him, because Egg says he, we should put him down right now. Yeah. Which is funny because then he's learning. Yeah, I know. Later, yeah. later Blood Raven does that. Right. And, and it, vanishes. It. it sends him to the wall. Mm-hmm. So it's just. Just interesting, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's really that's really about, uh, really, you know, all it is. And then, uh, sir, you know, Agor Rivers, he gets freed, and you know. yeah, yeah, because he gets captured. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to. They don't really give you the events of. There's a second battle that takes place between um, Blood Raven and Bittersteel. Right. It just mentions that. Just says that it took place. Right. Um, Prince Arian, who was like nut a nut job, is a part of this as well. Yeah, and um, he, he actually. This it it doesn't it, this is another thing it doesn't it doesn't mention here but Prince Ar- Arian Brightflame as he's known yeah um, was actually exiled to Essos right to the due to the events that happened in the first Duncan Egg book yep um, we we actually touched on about so that's we touched a Egg's little, older brother yeah we yeah. T- yeah, Egg's older brother we touched a little bit about that and when you get to Egg um, Prince Arian actually has a son and we'll get to this you know in a, in a couple weeks he has a son and he's overlooked because people were so nervous because Arian Brightflame's kind of a jerk and he names his son. Uh, Megor, and so they're really not about that. <laughs> like, right, so, right. Yeah, so, and um, then, yeah, and then we'll get to, uh, next week, we'll get to uh, King Makar and his sons, and another very prominent character who's actually still alive and in the current books, and that is uh, Aemon Targaryen, better known as uh, Maester Aemon. Yeah, so, I know. He's really like the first, <laughs> I mean, with, with Blood Raven is, is around uh, as a three-eyed crow, but Maester Aemon's really like the first character that is actually still alive that we get to meet in the main series right yep so we're getting close 
yeah, for sure. So, so. Yeah. all right. So next week we'll be on Makar the first. Um, and yeah, really, if you want more info on Ares, kind of go read Night of the Seven Kingdoms, the three Hedge Knight book or the three Duncan Duncan Egg books. You do, and, and for reference, the first you know Hedge Knight starts in Darren is actually king. king. You know, mm-hmm. so so you get that whole. Um, the spring sickness, Baylor breaks beard, dying type of situation, um, and really you think, well, this is spoiler information. It's not actually because the story is not about those other his- historical figures. It's about right. the ins and outs of Dunk. Yeah, it and is, egg. and it's, so it, you it's, it's, can't it's really like, spoil that for you because that's yeah, it's not about the Targaryens actually. Mm, it's no. it's and the the thing the we talk about it a lot, but I the reason it's my favorite the those. Those are my, those are my and the hedge knight specifically yeah. is just my favorite. It's just because it's there's less weight to it than game right. than Game of Thrones. Right. It is it is it is. I, I don't want to say it's aimed at a younger audience, but it's definitely just like you know going into it like this is just a this is just a little story. It's like a self contained yeah kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing. You could read any any one of them as like a self contained story. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and yeah. the audiobook version I is. The version I oh you have to listen to, to it if you can. Uh, Harry Lloyd, the guy who plays uh, Prince Viserys, yeah. like oh he's a jerk. Does does like, a great. Job. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's so he like I like I don't think like it would be difficult now for me to watch like if they decided they wanted to do it right like to see because I just have his voice as Dunk. I know it's, it's great. So. I know. So <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of Viserys, uh, yeah, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to him here a little bit. Let's go ahead and talk, jump into the reread. So recap of last week, uh, we were in Arya 2. Arya was unhappy in King's land Landing. She abandons her father's dinner. Um, he comes to her room and finds out she has not really a sword, more so a needle. Yeah, she's got a needle, yeah. She's got a needle, and uh, he decides not to take the sword away and that she needs to learn how to use it. So we get to yeah. meet uh, Jack and Jahar. Oh, I mean Sirio Pharrell. Pharrell, so. the new dancing <laughs> teacher. Yeah, yeah. dancing instructor. So, yeah. all right, so uh, this week we're in Daenerys 3, but the last time we were with Daenerys, she was getting married to Khal Drogo in a ceremony that lasts all day with a dozen deaths. Uh, when night falls, Drogo takes Daenerys for a long ride before making love. Mm-hmm. So this week we are in Daenerys 3. Daenerys learns to embrace her life in Drogo's Kalasar and stands up to Viserys for the first time. Afterward, when Drogo leaves with her, um, they go off to... Uh, partake in some activities some, some, some night, some adult, nightly activities. adult activities yep. um and she uh kind of does some mounting she, rather she rather does. rather than him yeah and then yeah. uh we learned that she's with child she is yeah yeah on her 14th name day i believe it is uh-huh. yeah yeah, so. yeah well, it's crazy to think too you um you kind of remember that john and, and her um you're close in age um and uh, kind of the show when we watch it, it just it you know I always get saturated with those showisms I'll call them. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna just do a couple quick in my mind. You know what? The, well, actually, um, Sir Matt's broken this down into thirds for us this week. So we've got uh, the first third, uh, not a queen, a Khaleesi. Uh, the second third, Danny wakes the dragon, and our third third, two moons. Mm-hmm. So pretty interesting stuff there. Yeah. Um, but as you're looking some stuff up there to read, Sir Matt. Um, just in general, this chapter is it, it's it's um, it does a good job of taking us back because a lot has happened since the wedding night. Really, right. she's been with the Kalisar for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and she is Khaleesi, and she's coming to right. be, you know, in that role. And uh, you know, it, it does a good job of showing us what had happened, mm-hmm. and then also right here in the present, this is like her. She has an awesome dream, right. which we're going to talk yeah. about. So, and the, and you know the interesting thing, kind of about Gurr's writing style when you read this, the Daenerys chapters, um, they're really they're really well done in this book, and mm-hmm. um, you can just tell they're they're the writing's a little different. Um, yeah. I think because she's the only character in Essos in this book, mm-hmm. um, so you could really just read the Daenerys chapters, and it would be like reading a separate book. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's not. I mean, you get tidbits. Just I mean, a really, little, the only thing but, you really hear is that they're like, plotting it, to assassinate. They're plotting to assassinate. Her. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. re- that's that's that that's real. That's really just about it. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. actually believe there is a novella. Um. So it's like it's it was like one. It was like it was like I think the first one Gerd did, and it's mostly the 
I'll have to look it up. But it might be called like the Queen of Dragons or something. Really? And uh, yeah, I'll 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 pull it up here on 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 the wiki. But it, I looked at it, and it's mostly just the first Daenerys's first. It's like it's like just Daenerys's chapters. Just her stuff. Yeah, right. From what's, the first what's happening. Yeah, yeah, from the first thing. It was like it was like published in like the early nineties. Okay. It was I believe it was actually the first novella. Ger did. Um, so, uh, but let's go ahead and dive into here. Um, uh, the Dothraki Sea, Sir Jorah Mormont said, as he reigned to a halt beside her on top of the ridge. Beneath them, the plain stretched out uh, immense and empty, a vast expanse that reached to the distant horizon and beyond. It was a sea, Danny thought. Past here, there were no hills, no mountains, no trees, nor cities, nor roads, only the endless grasses, the tall blades rippling like waves when the wind blew. It's so green, she said. So, yeah, then they mm-hmm. go on to talk about what it looks like when it blooms and how it's like a sea of red, which yeah. I just kind of thought was uh, was interesting. Uh, you know, when they're talking about that grass, dude, don't they mention that... Um Oh, is it uh, the idea that that uh, I forget what it's called? It, it gets kind of pale. <clears throat> it's like ghost grass or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, and it's gonna like consume the world or whatever. Yeah, the Thraki believe at some point that it's going to uh, it's gonna it's gonna consume the whole world. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of neat. She wants you know obviously doesn't want to hear all of that. It's kind of like oh that's that's weird. You know, I just want to enjoy the, uh, the the beautiful you know setting that they're in. But um, they start to kind of bring in different things. From the east, and I mean the far east. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking. Uh, eventually, we st- we're going to mention, um, you know, Ashai right. uh, here in just a bit. You know, talking when we get into prophecies of dragons and and whatnot. But uh, but yeah. So um, okay. Yeah, you know, and uh, one of the things we'll, you kind of get more to at the end of the chapter, which we'll, we'll discuss, and something something I've been thinking about. Like, what do we, we don't really know a lot about what winter is like. Does winter affect uh, Essos? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something I've I've often thought. Um, we, I guess we don't we don't really hear about it. I, um, I'm imagining that that well, if you look at where Pentos is, well, let's see. I'm sorry, Bravos, um, which is sort of that northern free city. I'd have to look and see, but it's almost like it's directly across from King's Landing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'd have to think here. I, I'd have to see a map, but I, I'm. You almost wonder if there's not. You know, it's kind of the sea. There's like a sea above them that uh, might be frozen, perhaps, or have some. Something going on, but yeah, you're right. We don't really hear a whole lot about it. Yeah. So, so okay. Um, just so, so some other things. So, uh, Daenerys and Jorah are kind of looking over the Dothraki Sea, and uh, then she's uh, kind of looking around, notice noticing some things. Um, is that her brother's having a bad time out here? Doesn't really it looks like miserable. It. Yeah, her brother was miserable out here. He ought never come. Magister Illyrio had urged him to wait in Pentos, had offered him the hospitality of his mans, but Viserys would have none of it. He would stay with Drogo until the debt had been paid, until he had the crown he had been promised. Which, well, uh, you know, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, uh, and if he tries to cheat me, he will learn uh, to his sorrow what it means to wake the dragon. <laughs> Just laugh. You know, here's the thing. I always joke that I think Renly is the dumbest character in the first. Like, oh, Renly's the dumbest character in the because he has no yeah. right to the throne. It's just because I forget about Viserys. Yeah, I know. Like, you kind of just forget he's a character because he dies so early. Yeah. And it's spoiler. Uh, like, so, yeah, it's just always like, oh, yeah, I always just always forget about him. So. It's just weird. He had a touch of being a prince, and then, uh, you know, it's all stripped away from him, so... I don't know, it just kind of sucks. But yeah, he should have stayed back in uh in, in, in Pentos. Yeah. He definitely so. should. So I guess the question though is was that did Magist- Magister Illyria want him to stay in Pentos? Possibly. What's the uh you know, what is the I, I, I don't know. He believes though that he is the true heir, right? So whoever you know, if if Illyrio's working some other angle, um, I have to imagine they're not gonna be staying in the same house. You know, yeah. that young Griff is is elsewhere. So, yeah, so I don't know. You never, yeah, you never know. So, um, okay, so then, uh, basically, what happens is then we then we kind of kind of go into like an internal kind of thought process right. with yep. Danny. Um, and she's thinking is, back over the she's thinking back over the past couple of weeks. Um, so this is something we had talked about. We had talked about how a, do you remember what, it was during the second Danny chapter. I believe it was Lady Kelsey who sent a sent us a raven talking about why how the show was different than the books, and that mm-hmm. seemed like more like they kind of uh, liked each other. And we had kind of mentioned, yeah, it seems more like he's like raping her in mm-hmm. in in the show. So, um, and I actually maybe was kind of incorrect here. 
um, when I did that in the past episode. So it says here, it says he always took her from behind, Dothraki fashion, for which Danny was grateful. That way her lord husband could not see the tears and the wet in her face and to muffle her cries of pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of ambiguous here as to whether she's not actually in like whether because it's it's written in around her talking about like it's really like the horse riding and the lifestyle oh, everything the whole life Ev- yeah everything so it, it is kind of I I, it, I, say, I don't know fl- flat out it says you know it's talking about how she's when that after each day of like when she first started writing, right. she has open sores. Yeah, on her ass. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's inside of her thighs. She's got you know sore. She's got sores going on. Her body over time hardens to that. Calluses right. yeah, up. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And so I think that was. I'm with you on that because like there's a lot of. Uh, she'd be writing for a whole day, be sore, go in. She gets no attention from anybody. She's all right. alone. She mentions that too, and then her husband comes and takes her. Yeah, and she's still. Sore, and he doesn't go easy on her either. No, He's, yeah, it says that. Yeah, it's so, just sort of his way. He doesn't even; they can't even really communicate very well, too. That she's yeah. learned how to communicate with him over the yeah. Time but too. I will agree. With, I will agree with Lady Kelsey. I do actually think now, having having list, done this chapter again, um, I do actually think she actually probably does love Cal Drogo. Yeah, it's I see, think it's, it's, it definitely is a difference than in well, the it's, show. It's a growing love too. They have yeah. to, I think, as she. She's growing into a role of Khaleesi. She's yeah, she's like, I'm not a queen, I'm a Khaleesi. Yeah. Right, yeah. She's so. starting to say, like, this is, she loves the land. She starts to kind of appreciate it yeah. and stuff, so, yeah. Yeah, and so we had talked, anyway, we had just, we had talked about that in that previous episode, talking about, like, why they chose to do that in the show, and now I'm thinking back more on it, and I'm just thinking, probably a combination of things. One, to make it just show how terrible mm-hmm. the Dothraki Sea is, like, in a shorter period of time, and two, also to show kind of, like, to kind of show Danny as a strong character. Like, this is yeah, what oh I yeah. kind of had to overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yep, yep. And it is kind of her learning how to play uh, the Game of Thrones in a different way. It's really like mm-hmm. the first thing she does to learn. So, right. Um, yeah. So then, anyway, um, she kind of has a dream. She does. Yes. She kind of has a dream. And there's some interesting things in here. There was, oh, sorry. My uh, Kindle turned off here. Uh, there was only her and the dragon. Its scales were black as night, wet and slick with blood. Her blood, Danny sensed. Its eyes were pools of molten magma. And when it opened its mouth, the flame came roaring out in a hot jet. She could hear it singing to her. She opened her arms to the fire, embraced it, let her swallow her whole, let it cleanse her and temper her and scour her clean. She could feel her flesh sear and blacken and slot away, could hear the blood boil and turn to steam, yet there was no pain. She felt strong and new and fierce. And then, strangely, the next day, you know, she feels fine. She feels stronger, doesn't she? So here's a question. Mm -hmm. What all powers does she have? Well, not only that, but uh, so let's go back a couple chapters. Mm Mm-hmm. We had a conversation between uh, John and Tyrion about dragon dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we have a dragon dream. Right. Before Daenerys has any other dragon dreams. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. we had been told about dragon dreams from two characters who a lot of people believe are also dragons, Sir Ezra. Yeah, that's true. So I just... Uh, people believe that. Just bringing that up. <laughs> yes. No, it, it, it is interesting, and it's sort of like... And you, and you can tell in this dream... Right. It's a. This becomes like a dream of strength. It's almost mm-hmm. like an awakening inside of her, like a power. Um, you know, I, I, I maybe the power was always there in her blood, but yet it's just sort of like she's realizing it. It's coming to be. She can. She can. She's more in tune with her body. Um, because yeah, she's stronger as as she comes out of this. It talks about her blood boiling at one point and like her flesh melting off and things. And that, but yet she feels no pain. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you've got this foreshadowing going on there. Um, yeah, it's just really neat. I don't know the 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 whole empowering nature of this of this dream because it seems to actually give her physical strength. Mm-hmm. You know, it actually hardens her body a little bit as she, you know, works through this. Because remember, right before she had that dream, she wanted to kill herself. Yes, she she planned to kill herself that night, and then she has, um, or the next day or whatever, and she had, and the dragon comes to her. The dragon is woke. Okay. Yeah. It. Oh no, it is. Yeah. It is woke up in here. All right. So. Yeah, anyways, um, you know, pretty neat. And we'll get back to, you know, the dragon waking here in just a bit, actually. Yeah. So, so uh, basically, uh, then it just goes on to talk about their, they're just, they're riding uh, for a bit. And Danny kind of halts the Kalasar. Yeah. 
and um, she commands that they stop. Yeah, she commands that they stop. And uh, the next thing you know, uh, someone shows up. Viserys, you dare! He screamed at her. You give commands to me. To me, he vaults mm. off his horse, stumbling as he lands. His face was flushed as he struggled back to his feet. Grabbed her. Have you forgotten who you are? Look at you. Look at you. Danny did not need to look. She was barefoot with oiled hair, wearing Dothraki riding leathers. Um, he goes on. He's screaming. You do not command the dragon. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And uh, Danny shoves him. And Viserys kind of looks at her like, uh, what? Yeah, well, first of all, can I ask you a question? What's up with him and Titty Twisters? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, like, geez, get off just, your sister. I'm I know, sorry. That's, it's, it's a thing. It's Because it, it's like not the, not the first time he's done it either. And no, it's just kind of weird. Like, come yeah. on, you know? But he's just a weird, you know, he's just a mean dude. I don't know. Um, so anyways, yeah, she shoves him in and he's just, you know, enraged, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then he's, she's like, okay, he's really going to try and hurt me now. Like mm-hmm. I can see it, you know, and then snap the whip, bam, across the throat, drags mm-hmm. him down and, uh, you know, he's, he's choking, he's all cut up and things. Um, and this is the point where, where, uh, Jorah Mormont, you know, shows up and he's kind of like he's you know he's, he's apologizing like I told him this would happen I told him if he followed you this is what was going to happen and uh, you know Viserys doesn't listen he it, it's unfortunate he's had no one to really everyone laughs behind his back and no one kind of says stuff to his face you would think as the beggar king growing up and going from place to place he would start to realize his place you know and that might harden him and he'd be a more conniving but I think it's that time in. King's Landing and in the in the palace, you know, the Red Keep, that really spoiled him, and he just can't get past it. He thinks mm-hmm. he's entitled to this type of you know like yeah. good treatment. And yeah, and uh, yeah, the next thing you know, the Kalasar members show up, bam, slap him, you know, around the neck with a whip, and they're basically like, "Hey, should we kill him?" Yeah, I mean, right then and there, she could have. Yeah, she could have. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah, that was just it. Just wild. I mean, he commands, uh, you know, Jorah to mm-hmm. kill those Dothraki dogs and and uh, and, uh, and to hurt my sister. He's a like, hitter. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Are he's you like, uh, no, I don't think so. Like, hold on a second. I'm gonna yeah. strike the Khaleesi. Are you an idiot? Yeah. No. Uh, says yeah. Kind of, kind of not good. And they basically told him you can walk from yeah. the back. And if you lose, it shouldn't be too hard to not not spot us because we're like they talk about it being like a movie moving city. Um, and then uh, this is kind of interesting. I hit him, she said, wonder in her voice, uh, her speaking to Jorah Mormont. Now that now that it was over, it seemed like a strange dream that she had dreamed. Sir Jorah, do you think he'll be angry when he gets back? She shivered. I woke the dragon, didn't I? Sir Jorah snorted. Can you wake the dead, girl? Just uh, that that line, <laughs> no. that, that line right there. <laughs> Your brother Rhaegar was the last dragon, and he died on he died on the trident. Viserys is less uh, than a shadow of a snake. But just that line Did right Did he die there, on the trident? No. Can you wake the dead? Yeah. Because, you know, your brother, Rhaegar, yeah. was the last dragon. Well, I mean, there's more about that, too. You know, the dragons themselves are dead. Then we have uh, trying to wake, essentially, I mean, essentially, you're pulling Khal Drogo, keeping him alive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is it yeah. possible that uh, she does wake the de- the dead? Maybe that's why the night, why the night king and the others yeah. start marching, really exactly. marching. Oh yeah, because the dragons you can are back take that and, the, yeah. and go any direction you want. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's even defiance of the, of, the many face god, you yeah. know, and all that. I mean, there it's just wow. Just a lot to think about that one line. Can she wake can the dead? Can you wake the dead? <laughs> just. Uh, yeah, I think she I can. Mean, what's dead may never die. I don't know. You know, there's just a lot of there's they, a lot of sayings. They all yep. go around. I don't know. So. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty um, neat though. Okay, so then, um, but real quick, can I just say too? Like, I mean, they kind of insult Viserys for a little bit more, and she's do. shocked that that Jorah right. is saying this, and he's just like, I mean, and then she kind of he, um, she's like, well, they say that he's. I don't know if you're gonna read. I this. have it. I have go a line. Yeah. yeah, and this is you know how. Um, so I, on the Kindle version, I bring this up every time. I, yeah, where you have something that is highlighted so much that it tells you it's been highlighted a yep. bunch. The common people pray for rain, healthy children, and a summer that never ends, Sir Jorah told her. It's no matter to them if the High Lords play their Game of Thrones, so long as they're left in peace. He gave a shrug. They never are. And I believe that's another one of those lines that's just right into the... Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's the idea. She's, she believes they've been sowing these banners for her mm-hmm. brother. And he's just like, that couldn't be further from the, tr- from the truth. Yeah, I mean, there are some people, you know? though. 
Yeah, there technically, there's that one right. house that actually still flies. That's right. That's true. That's true. Targaryen banner. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's the, but you know it makes sense to her though. She thinks yeah the small folk wouldn't really care about our Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. They just want you know crops to grow. They want it to be good. Live a good life. Yeah. Marry. Have kids. Move on. And we and we still don't know. You know maybe Magister Illyrio and uh, Varys but, are yep. actually sowing their seeds, trying you know trying to get. Yeah, trying to get them maybe they are the ones and sowing the banners they for the are. small folk. It's, it's true. Hey, and real quick, not that I want I want to skip skip too far ahead here. You're fine. Next week when we're talking about Makar, real yeah. interesting thing I heard in his chapter talking about Makar creates a new crown, right? Like a warlike crown, and they talk about the one actually the Aegon the Conqueror crown was lost in Essos. What? Yeah, it was. And Blackfire might be over there. So the question is, yeah, new Blackfire will Daenerys. Come across them with, yeah. Well, well, Daenerys get both things. Can you imagine? She came back with Blackfire and the crown, and possibly being married to Young Griff. Yeah, something like that would wow. just be wild. Just a lot to think about. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. All right, and then uh, she talks about what do you pray for, Sir Jorah, and he says home. And uh, mm-hmm. then uh, we we don't we don't get a lot of Sir Jorah's kind of backstory here, but it will. It, it will come. Yep. Um, and uh, then basically uh, we kind of get to, like they end up making camp. Yeah. And uh, the well, slaves are kind of, oh, go ahead. Yeah, just real quick on the home bit. You know, she thinks back to her home and she thinks about uh, burning, all the burning lights in King's Landing and the Red Keep mm-hmm. and all this stuff and all these different places. And every single one of those places had a red door. Yeah. You know, and it was sort of like that red door that image of the red door that she keeps kind of seeing, they, they mention in this chapter again, yeah. um, just as there's something. There's a huge theory about that. Where is it? A lot of people think it's a door. Like, yeah. Tons wh- of why things. is it such an influence on her? And what is it that she needs to go back to or, right. or find? Does she need, does she ever find it again? You know, I don't know. So, so, um, okay. So then, uh, they end up kind of making, making camp. Um, and uh, oh, just a funny little line here. By that, a bath. by that time, Viserys came limping back among them. Every man, woman, and child knew him for a walker. There were no secrets in the Kalasar. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Danny kind of walks up to the dragon eggs, and she's starting to, you know, kind of. Yeah, she has like a vision as they as uh, it's almost like something. Uh, it says like a ray of rusty light yep. hits them. Yep. You know, and it was as if something was stretching out to grab them, almost like a mm-hmm. hand, and then it, and it's like a fleeting moment, and then boom, it's gone. Yeah, it's And real she lore. can't see it. Yeah, no, it's real lore. Could be. Trying I, to take the eggs. Could be. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then she's having a conversation um, with uh, Jiqui and her kind of mm-hmm. handmaidens. Yep. The dragons are gone, Khaleesi, dead, long and uh, long and long ago. Viserys told her that the last Targaryen dragons had died no more than a century and a half ago during the reign of Aegon III, who was known as the Dragonbane. That did not seem so long ago. Everywhere, she said, disappointed, even in the east. Magic had died in the west when the doom fell on Valyria and the lands of the long summer, and neither Spellforge Steel nor Stormsingers nor dragons could hold it back. But Danny had always heard in the east was different. It was the manticores that prowled the islands of the Jade Sea, basilisks uh, that feasted in the jungles of Yi-Ti, Spellsingers, warlocks, mm-hmm. um, aromancers in Ashai, Shadowbinders, um, she says, no no dragon, Eerie says. Brave men kill them. It is known. It is known. And then we get to this, something interesting here. A trader from Karth once told me that the dragons came from the moon, Dior said as she warmed the towel over the fire. Jiqui and Eerie were of an age uh, with Danny. Dothraki girls taken as slaves when Drogo destroyed their father's Kalasar. Dora was older, almost 20. Magister Lirio had found her in the pleasure houses in Lys. Silvery wet hair tumbled across her eyes as Danny turned her head curious. The moon. He told me the moon was an egg, Khaleesi, the Lysine girl said. Once there were two moons in the sky, but one wandered too close to the sun and cracked from the heat. A thousand thousand dragons poured forth and drank the fire from the sun. That is where dragons breathe flame. One day the other moons will kiss the sun too, and then it will crack and the dragons will return. Mm. So it's kind of interesting. We have this Essosian... Is yeah, that the, is that the proper? Yeah, I think that's uh, right. The, the way to say it. Yep. This Essosian um, uh, prophecy here about dragons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, kind of this idea the... of the moon, I guess, which does kind of represent light, mm-hmm. but it also kind of represents darkness. Yeah, it, but yeah, it's because you think it's of a, the moon, you think of night. Well, and you think of the, a song of of ice and fire, and the idea that the moon, which is cold, you know, um, being cracked open by the sun, right? And then those creatures are kind of a mixture of both, right? You know, um, ice and fire. If you, according to that prophecy, right? Yeah, if you, you kind of look at it, yeah, you kind of look at it like in drinking like, the in, fire and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just different. It's very, a, a, very different. Yeah, um, but it's interesting, you know. Uh, I think the idea too is that there is a they all believe that dragons will return, yeah. you know, and actually it's just the, a shy is so far away that if there are dragons there, not a lot of word travels from a shy. I don't think people really know what's going on no. over there. So it's shrouded in a lot of mystery. The fifth sent people to a shy to learn about dragons. And yeah. Stuff. They don't really come back, do they? No. So, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. So just some interesting things here. And then, uh, basically the chapter ends, uh, she, um, she does a little uh, riding. She does. Uh, it's pretty much the same as it is in the show, except in the book they're outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, is really like the o- really the only difference. But yeah, other important than that, events. It, other than are, that, it, it happens the same. Yeah, important events are done out underneath the starry sky. Yep. yep. So and then that's and then they basically the next day they're like you're with child, Khaleesi. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it actually says that on their on the now at this point they're on the far side of the Dothraki Sea. Right. So yeah, it just shows you time passing. I mean. You know, um, she's out there for a long time, just marching around with the with the uh, Kalasar. So, yeah, um, yeah. but because uh, it's funny, you know, it's like Cal Drogo rides all the way over to is uh, Pentos, mm-hmm. right, where they could literally just go to yeah King's Landing, like, today. and he literally takes them all the way back, all east. the way back, yeah, and it's like all the way across oh, yeah. Essos, like completely on the other side of Essos. Absolutely, they're going in the opposite direction. Then they would have to come all. And Viserys like that. I think that's his thing. We're going in the opposite direction. What is happening? Yeah, I mean, it's you but, know, well, they have yeah. to go pray, and it's like, oh my gosh, like yeah. literally, it's like it's gonna take a year. Like it's gonna take. A oh, year. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. When you could like they could probably go. Con- I don't know. Actually, it probably is. For all things, very had they tried to conquer Westeros right then and there, let's say they all decided mm-hmm. with Robert Baratheon still alive and Ned Stark coming to be hand of the you king. You had some smart people there, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. would be, I think that, you know, maybe Cersei's plan to get rid of Robert would be put on hold. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it would just be, like, well, let's hope he dies in battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it wouldn't be as suspected. Right. Because um, yeah. Robert, you know Robert... If a if a Targaryen king is coming, you know where Robert Baratheon's going out in the field, and nothing is stopping him. Well, and, and it, he probably would get killed, unfortunately. Just right, and I think a lot of the houses that uh, that benefited, it's basically every house, it's every kingdom except for Dorne. You yeah. know, really benefited from Robert's rebellion. Right. Um, so, well, maybe the, the Iron Islands and stuff like that, but the rest of them are pretty. Like Lannisters are kind of like ah, they're iffy or whatever, but they're not hoping the Targaryens return. You know, I mean, they're in a good, they're yeah. in a really good place oh, now. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. So I don't know. There, there's that. Um, that's the end of the chapter, though, right? That is it. Yeah, and I think okay. it's a while before we hear from Danny again. I think it's another one of these. We'll get a long. We'll get yeah. a lot, a lot of other chapters. Right. Um. Yeah, like next week I believe we're back to Brand. We don't hear from Danny again for Wow, Daenerys chapter four. Um one, two, three. About we've got about twelve chapters. So it's gonna be a while before we hear from Daenerys again. Yeah. <laughs> so this is why I think it's kinda cool how we we started including the last POV chapter. That right. way if you wanna I don't know how the podcast will sound doing it going through it that way, but well, it's it's just nice to kind of remind everybody where those characters were because, as you said, been such a long time since we heard from her, and it will be a long time since yeah, we hear from her again. And it's been twelve chapters since we heard from her, and it's yeah. gonna be another twelve. So right, yeah, so, yeah. So okay, let's go ahead and uh, we got a raven, Sir Ezra. Uh, yeah. So this is um, L- Lady Kelsey of Lethbridge. Um, actually sent us a raven this is just kind of her her uh, origin story here so um hello sirs i really enjoyed uh listening to your story of how you got into Gur's world uh, i'm pretty new to the world but i have jumped in head first it's the only way to do it really you know you got to just mm-hmm. dive in there and get after it yeah um i don't think i would have done it any other way uh, my boyfriend has been a huge fan of both the books and the show and insisted for months uh, after we met last August that I needed to give it a go. We decided to start off with the show, and after about two minutes, I was hooked. Everything about Game of Thrones intrigued me. 
Um, we powered through all seven seasons in a few weeks, watching uh, three to four episodes a day. That's how you do it. Yeah, I mean, that's how you do it. Like that's that's some dedication um, during the week and uh, all day on the weekends, just binging. That's awesome. Like I said, I was hooked uh, after we finished watching the show. Uh, after we after we finished watching the show, once uh, we then started over. Okay, cool. So the second time watching all the audio commentaries yeah if you get the 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 blu-ray um if you can actually yeah go buy that there's a lot of extra bonus stuff you know mm-hmm. uh, in that because i have hbo go and i'm like i need to go buy all that extra yeah. stuff because i see it on youtube i'm gonna wait till but, next year because right now you can buy on amazon you can buy seasons one through seven on blu-ray for about 150 bucks which is actually not a bad deal no. at all huh. um, i'm gonna imagine there'll be gonna be next year there's gonna be some huge master collection yeah, you buy me all, too. You buy all eight seasons, right? Like Two hundred bucks or something, and I'm yeah. just gonna, I'm just gonna do it because that's gonna be like the collector's edition. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then oh, you yeah. get it all in one go. Yep. Okay, so after my second watch of the show, I started reading the first book, and we watched the episodes as I mm. reached certain plot markers in the book. Uh, after I finished the first book, I started looking for more and more and more. Uh, that's when I got into watching YouTube videos and podcasts. The last six months, I've fallen deep into the world of ice and fire, and I'm only falling deeper and deeper endlessly and without complaint. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for your wonderful role that you play in my Game of Thrones journey. I look forward to new episodes first thing in the morning, twice a week, uh, and all the exploration you encourage me to do on my own. Talk to you soon. Lady Kelsey of Lethbridge. Well, thank you. Lady Kelsey, uh, we love hearing hearing yeah. from you, and that story is honestly, uh, I think it's a lot of people, you know, like yeah. just getting into binging the show. It's mm-hmm. it's so good, and then when you pair it up with the books, it's just like there's, it's amazing because there's a lot in the show. I've sat with multiple people who have watched it. We've introduced, um, honestly, I have a buddy uh, Lane who I'm trying to introduce to it. And he's just like, who are these people? Yeah, who's this person? They're of this house and all this kind of stuff. And even when I first started reading, you know, it's hard to keep track of like. The names. You're like, okay, oh, that's House Lannister. Oh, that's House, you know, Stark or whatever. You got to keep track of everything. So that's just with the TV show. You know, um, then you get into the books and there's so many more names. You know, Um, just go look up House Names in in, in the uh, World of Ice and Fire wiki, you know? Oh, my God. And have fun. I mean, there is. Even like the big ones are hard to track. Like the, the Targaryen, we've. We tried to keep track. I know. We're trying to track the royal family, the royal yeah, Targaryen it's family. Even, and it's it's going to get even more confusing when Fire and Blood comes out. Thank you. There's, there's yeah. some points, points of time where the tree just says other Targaryens. I know. <laughs> I know. It's great. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, even in this past, so back to our maester study, um, you know, Ares the first had a brother. Yeah. Uh, was it Rhaegal was his name? Yeah, I believe so. Rhaegal. And he just died dies. like choking on something like a biscuit or something like right literally he, at dinner he just chokes on a, on a biscuit or something. right i think he i think though he has a son um who let me think here Rago has a son who is either passed over or is later on passed over for egg like a grandson or something yeah. it's super weird as to why he was you know um passed over and stuff i was just kind of reading it but yeah, yeah there's just multiple multiple targaryens yeah so um uh okay, well um is it time to man the wall? Yeah, and um just last thing for the send the the ravens just send us um you know BTK cast send us those ravens um origin stories we're, I'm loving reading those so uh, yes. the more origin stories we can get the and you better. know the, the great thing about that is um yeah like, Sarah and I talk about literally uh, especially the people who are really active in the show like people hit us up on Facebook all this stuff yeah. and I was like oh man this guy sent us a great theory or I was talking to this person about this and right you know just yeah. Yeah. And literally, we always refer to them as, like, it's never just, like, oh, like, Kelsey. It's, like, Lady Kelsey, dude. Oh. She sent me this great raven. Like, yeah, it's her title. Oh, yeah. Know, we would like, never not use your name, your like, formal just name. Just in, in our, in our like, daily life, like, text uh, text each other. Lady Kelsey sent me this thing. Right. Or Don Parker. Oh, <laughs> you know, uh, that's great. That's great. Sir Gibbs. Or exactly. Whoever, yeah. Oh, speaking of him. So, yeah. we're uh, Man the Wall. So, uh, here we go. Um, so, our knighting ceremony. Gibbs. In the name of the warrior, I charge you to be brave. In the name of the father, I charge you to be just. In the name of the mother, I charge you to defend the young and the innocent. In the name of the maid, I charge you to protect all women. In the name of the smith, I charge you to mend the broken. In the name of the crone, I charge you to seek wisdom. In the name of the stranger, I charge you to face death with sword in hand. Rise, Sir Gibbs, the Inquisitive. And I love that name. 
It's great. It's actually such a great name. It is. It's it's, it's it goes it goes great on the uh, with you know for the, when the trial of seven happens and it's oh yeah, yeah at some point it will happen. I, I try I, I try I trial of seven. I will have my team. Sir Ezra yes. will have his team. Yes. Sir Gibbs the Inquisitive definitely seems like uh, Sir Ezra's the watchfuls type of guy. Yeah, That's all I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah, so, so he's uh you know it seems pretty cool. And then you know I was talking to Lady Beverly um just this past weekend. I said you know trial of seven. Maybe coming soon, and I may yeah. need your sword. And yeah. she was like, "It's yours." Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, "Now hold on. Have you been talking to Sir Matt? Because I, I, you know, can you? Because here's the thing. Well, I believe Lady, Lady. To be fair, I think isn't Lady Beverly like a black belt? In yeah, absolutely, something? Like, she, she is. is. <laughs> She's a black belt. Now yeah. here's the thing, though. If if I've learned anything from this series, you know, is that uh, never trust a fossil away. First of all, I've learned <laughs> that. <laughs> Okay, but uh, and that happens. So maybe trial we'll have have, by seven. Maybe maybe when that day comes, you know, we'll just we'll have to maybe we'll do like, maybe we'll do our own convention or something, or yeah, have a big meet and greet at uh, oh Fire, gosh, Fire and Ice Con or something. Absolutely, we'll, just, we'll have a trial by seven. Yeah, we've we'll been do looking a draft up the, or something. We've been looking up all the different cons and stuff, and we've just been so busy that the tail end of this yeah. summer, the next one that is like that we can get to, we're going. Yeah, well, Ice and Fire Con next year, we're going. Yeah, yeah, sure. we're going for that. Yeah, yeah and then sure. Ben the Econ. Right, exactly. When we when we throw it next year, exactly. Yeah, we, which we will. <laughs> we we're, will. We're, we're planning on it. I, think I mean, we could, so, yeah, so. But uh, but anyway, so yeah. All right. So that's man the wall. Um, our Patreon series, as I said, we're um, posting. Gosh, what did we do? The Rogue Prince. Rogue Prince. Yeah. Yeah. We just which finished the, the Rogue lead Prince up into the Dance of the Dragons. Right. So next month we'll be Dance of Dragons, and hopefully I'll be you know settled in here and have right. sold my my condo. Um, and uh, but yeah, the Rogue Prince was a. It's it's just really good. It's an extra layer if you want to start to kind of connect. Um, some of these names, uh, if you can nickname people, because there's just too many Damons, there's too many Aegons, uh, there's too many Aemons. You know what I'm saying? Oh gosh, yeah. So you got to kind of give them a name and somehow associate how many, them. I mean, how many Rainies and Daenerys have we covered? Oh, I know, I know exactly. So, so this one, in that one, we're talking about Daemon Targaryen, the Rogue Prince, or yeah. you know, Viserys' brother. Yeah, Daemon Targaryen, not to be confused with Daemon. Blackfire, Targaryen. who technically yeah. is also Damon Targaryen. Yeah, yeah exactly. like, I know. Do you so. think Gurr specifically was like, I need to change his name to Blackfire? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> he might have. He's like, I, 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 I got to straighten this out. Yeah. Well, that's crazy because you know they mentioned the. They're Black... very similar characters. They are. They are. Um, it's just weird how he's. Yeah, I don't know because the the Blackfire Rebellion's been mentioned throughout the series, you know, and so it's like, when it'd be neat to really. That's why I love watching the interviews. When did all these things come into his mind? When did he conceive these yeah. different ideas? Because, you know, it's the evolution of well, right. It's Fire and Blood 1, we're going to get Dance of the Dragons. Fire and Blood 2, we're going to get Black Fire. Right, yep. Yeah. So. All right. Well, guys, uh, that's it for us this week. It's time yeah. to uh, sign off, say farewell. We want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we will be discussing Chapter 24, Bran 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com. We will see you in a week, and remember, winter is coming. Mm-hmm.